people with type 1 diabetes focus so much on the support that we need from other people that sometimes we fail to see the support that they need from us. And if we're able to support them, they'll be able to give us the support that we really need. In this episode of the podcast, I'm going to give you five things you can do to support the people in your life who don't have type 1 diabetes that will help them support you. It'll be a true win-win. Let's get to it. Welcome to the Diabetes Psychologist Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Mark Heyman, and I invite you to join us as we talk candidly about the emotional challenges of living with type 1 diabetes. We'll give you actionable strategies to help you face these challenges head on, reduce your stress, and most importantly, live a full life without letting diabetes get in the way. Hey there, welcome to the Diabetes Psychologist Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Mark Hammond. What do your friends and family who don't have diabetes need from you? I know that may sound like a strange question, but it's an important one, both for them, but also for you as a person with diabetes. Let me explain why. You may be saying to yourself, I'm the one who has diabetes. Why on earth would someone who doesn't have diabetes need something from me? And the reality is that they do. You know, living with someone with diabetes and interacting with someone with diabetes isn't always easy. People worry about you. They want to do what they can to help you. And they need your support just as much as you need their support. But there's an added benefit. If you're able to give people who support you what they need, they're going to be better equipped to give you what you need and support you and your diabetes management and your mental health in the best way possible. In my time working with people with diabetes, I've realized that people with type 1 diabetes are a funny bunch. We tend to sit together. And we have this belief that's not untrue, that if you don't have type 1 diabetes yourself, you cannot really understand what it's like living with type 1 diabetes. And to a certain degree, I think this is absolutely true. There are certain things about living with type 1 diabetes that you simply cannot understand unless you live with it day in and day out. It's hard to explain, it's hard to understand what having a low blood sugar feels like, or what it feels like when your blood sugar is so high that you're having a hard time getting out of bed or moving, or that feeling you get when your blood sugar is high and you just have to pee really bad. It's a feeling that's unexplainable, and only other people who have type 1 diabetes can really get it. But what I don't agree with is a belief that only other people with type 1 diabetes can support you with your diabetes. We sometimes believe that if other people can't get us, there's nothing that they can do to support you. And that in order to support you, they have to really truly understand what you're experiencing from a personal level. And while that may feel true, people who don't have diabetes can be crucial parts of your support system in your life with type 1 diabetes. Unless you live in a diabetes camp full time, you are around other people without type 1 diabetes every day. And the truth is, many of them want to support you. In this episode of the Diabetes Psychologist podcast, I'm going to talk about the five things people in your life who don't have diabetes need from you to be the best support possible in your life with type 1 diabetes, as well as what they need from you to feel supported in dealing with the challenges that you're facing and helping you navigate those in the most effective way possible. Before we dive into these tips, I want to give you a quick refresher on why people with type 1 diabetes need support, and especially why they need support from people who don't have type 1 diabetes. You know, humans are social creatures, and we're not meant to do life by ourselves. 
We are meant to get support and encouragement from other people in our lives. And this includes in our life with type 1 diabetes. Diabetes should never be a do-it-yourself condition. And we need people to support us every step of the way. I know that I certainly couldn't do what I do in my life without the support of my wife and my parents and my friends with diabetes, as well as my friends who don't have diabetes. That support is critical. Them asking questions, expressing their concern, and wanting to know how they can support me really gets me through those tough times and lets me know that I'm not alone when I'm struggling. And I'd be willing to bet that you feel the same way. A lot of times, people type 1 diabetes blow off the need for support. They say, I don't need any help. I have this on my own. No one can understand me. There's nothing you can do that's going to help me at all. And that's a while that's a common reaction, I think it's a mistaken one. When you're having a bad day at work or going through a breakup or anything else challenging in your life, you need support. And people want to support you. You want someone to vent to. You want a shoulder to cry on. You want the support of people in your life. And people in your life want to support you through those hard times, just like you want to support them through their hard times. And as much as we don't want to admit it sometimes, we need support with our diabetes. But with diabetes, sometimes getting that support isn't that easy. People who don't have diabetes want to support you, but they may have no idea how to do that. They don't live with diabetes and they're not sure what it is that you need. Most people have had a bad day at work. And most people have had relationship challenges. So they understand what that's like. And they're better able to give you support because they're able to relate to you on that level. But with diabetes, it's a little more challenging. My guess is most people in your life don't have type 1 diabetes. So when you don't get the support that you need from them, so the support from the commonality of your experience is harder to come by. And oftentimes, you may feel unsupported by people in your life who don't have diabetes as much as they want to support you as much as they're trying. And we all know that feeling unsupported with type 1 diabetes is just no fun. When you don't feel supported, you feel more alone in your experience and you feel like no one can understand you. And that's a pretty isolating place to be and a place I don't want anyone to ever be in. But we find ourselves there all the time. But I want to tell you with confidence that hope is not lost. But as a person with diabetes, looking for that support from other people in your life without diabetes, we have some responsibilities. And the biggest responsibility is to make our needs known, to let the people in our life know exactly what we need and why we need it, and to encourage them along the way and support them in supporting us. I know that sounds like a little bit of work, but trust me, the payoff is well worth it. If you're able to make your needs known in a clear way, the people in your life can support you and they'll feel supported by you. They'll feel like they have the capability to support you in your life and to help you through the hard times that you have with diabetes. And that'll bring you guys closer together and allow you to support each other in the best way possible. I have talked to lots of family members and lots of significant others of people who live with diabetes. And the one common thing that I hear all the time is that being a family member or a significant other of someone with type 1 diabetes isn't easy. And they need support as well. They need someone to recognize that their role isn't easy. And that most of the time, they're doing the absolute best that they can. And the best way we can support the people in our life who don't have type 1 diabetes is by giving them the resources, the tools, the information they need to be able to support us in the best way possible. That makes them feel confident and takes the stress of the unknown off of them. 
Now, I want to talk about the five things that people in your life who don't have type 1 diabetes need from you in order to best support you. And those five things are, number one, they need you to make your needs known. Number two, they need you to put yourself in their shoes. Number three, they need you to manage your expectations of them. Number four, they need your thanks and appreciation for doing the best they can to support you. And number five, they need your support in dealing with the challenges that they have around living with someone and caring for someone who has type 1 diabetes. Let's take a closer look at each one of these things and talk about how you can implement them in your life to get the support that you need and support the people in your life who want to support you. By far, the one thing your support system needs from you as a person with type 1 diabetes is clear direction and for you to make your needs known in a very clear and concise way. I know what we need seems obvious to us, and we think it should be obvious to everybody else. But I have some bad news. It's not. We want people to be able to read our minds and know our needs, but it just doesn't work that way. And so letting people know both in the moment, but also in general, what it is that they can do to support you can be extremely helpful for them in supporting you and feeling supported by you. Take a minute and think about what needs you have from other people and what they can do to support you in meeting these needs. And think about how you can communicate these needs to them in a clear and concise and hopefully polite way. I like to think about these types of needs in two big categories. One are what I call if-then categories, and the other are what I call here-and-now categories. An if-then category is letting somebody know, if this happens, or when I feel this way, this is what I need from you at that point. So it's not an immediate need, but it's a need that may happen in the future. If I tell you my blood sugar is low, I need you to go and get me something to drink. If I tell you I'm not feeling well, I need 15 minutes to relax and to get myself back on my feet. If I'm having trouble remembering to bolus for lunch, then I need a gentle reminder from you to give myself insulin. Those are all examples that fall in the if-then category. The here-and-now category is a little bit more challenging because it's letting someone know what you need from them right now in that moment. And this is more challenging because our need is immediate. And also, we may have a harder time articulating it in that moment, especially in a moment where things are not going so well for us with our diabetes. It may be something like, right now my blood sugar is low, and I need you to get me some glucose. Also, in those moments, we may not know exactly what we need. And so articulating what we need and letting somebody know in a clear, concise way may be challenging for us as people with type 1 diabetes. Asking for help in the moment may take some practice so you're able to get your needs met in that moment. The second thing that your non-type 1 diabetes support system needs to help you is for you to put yourself in their shoes. I hate to say it, but sometimes people with type 1 diabetes have trouble seeing outside of ourselves. We see ourselves as being the ones who are experiencing challenges, and we fail to see how the people around us are also affected by our diabetes how they worry about us, how stressful it can be when having to pack for a trip, or what it's like for them to see us when we're high, when we're low, and everything in between. It's easy for our support system to feel burnt out and feel overwhelmed along with us with our diabetes. And it's important that we recognize the stress that it puts on them. That's not to take away from the stress that we experience ourselves with type 1 diabetes, but understanding the stress can be shared is an important part of supporting the people that we love. 
I know that sometimes we get mad at people when they try to support us, but they do it in the wrong way. We've all had those times when people in our lives try to give us the support they think that we need, when in reality, they're not at all giving us the support that we actually do need. And then we get mad and frustrated and push them away even more. But what would happen and how would that change things for you if you were able to put yourself in their shoes and try to understand why they think what they're doing is supporting you? When I do that, I have a lot more compassion for the person trying to help me. And I see where they're coming from. I see it comes from a place of love as opposed to a place of not wanting to support me. And when you're able to see it from their point of view as to why they want to support you and why they're worried about you and why they're doing what they're doing to try to support you, it helps you to feel more supported in your life with type 1 diabetes. It also helps you respond to them and give them feedback about what they can do to better support you in a softer and less defensive way. I know it's hard to hear that what you're doing is not helpful, but it's much easier to hear if that feedback is coming from a place of really wanting to help as opposed to a place of defensiveness and anger. And I know that I certainly get angry at times when I feel like I'm not getting the support that I need. And I also recognize that when I feel this way, my reaction and their reaction is never very good. It only causes us both to dig in even further. And it makes it even more challenging for us to support each other in our collective lives with type 1 diabetes. One suggestion on how to do this is simply ask the person who's trying to support you why they're doing what they're doing. And what about your type 1 diabetes is challenging for them? What most worries them? What's most stressful for them? And how can you support them? And putting yourself in their shoes is a great place to start. The third thing you can do is manage your expectations of other people. You know, as people with type 1 diabetes, we expect the world from others. We expect them to be able to read our minds and to be able to give us all the support that we need without us ever having to ask for it. And the reality is, is our expectations can be unrealistic. On last week's episode of the podcast, episode 53, I talked about managing expectations around type 1 diabetes for ourselves, as well as our expectations of other people. And that's where this really plays in. We need to manage our expectations about what other people can do and will do to support us. And if our expectations are realistic, we will feel supported. I think that sometimes we expect the world from other people. We expect them to know exactly what we need and be able to meet our needs immediately. And the reality is that doesn't work in any part of our lives, especially with diabetes. People want to support us, but they can only do so much and they only know so much. So in order to get the support that you need and not feel frustrated and put off by other people, we need to manage our expectations. Certainly, we want people to support us and we expect them to do so, but we need to figure out you know, what is realistic for them to be able to do and what part do we play in letting them know what we need them to do and supporting them and doing that for us. And when we go in with expectations that are managed and realistic, then we're not disappointed when we don't get what we need. I think our expectations should be high, but they should also be realistic. And when they're realistic, people are able to beat them and surprise us sometimes. When they're not able to beat them and they're only able to meet them, then we're able to be thankful and feel supported with what's happening, as opposed to being frustrated and defensive when we're not getting what we think that we need, even though what we think we need just is not realistic. All that does is set us up for disappointment 
and even resentment. And that's not what we want at all. The next thing you can do is to show your thanks and appreciation to people in your life who are supporting you. Supporting someone with diabetes is not easy. I know that sometimes I'm not the easiest person to support. And I bet that sometimes you're not either. That's okay. But when people in our lives are doing the best that they can to support you, they deserve your thanks and appreciation. And when they feel your thanks and appreciation for supporting you, they will usually be a whole lot more willing to support you in the future. Not only does it make them feel good, but there's a payoff for you as well. A simple thank you is usually enough. Or pointing out things that they're doing for you that are especially helpful, like getting up to get you a low snack in the middle of the night, or being patient with you when you're trying to fight one of those stubborn highs, or forgiving you when you snap at them when your budget is really high. There are so many little ways that we can show our thanks and appreciation to the non-type one supporters in our lives. And when we do that, everyone feels appreciated. There's one last thing the people in your life who don't have type one diabetes need from you, and that's your support. They spend a lot of time supporting us, so we need to turn the tables and do what we can to support them. Does that mean a thank you? Does that mean a hug? Does that mean helping them understand what we're experiencing or listening to them talk about what they're experiencing as well? All of those are ways that we can support our non-type 1 diabetes support system. We want them to feel heard and understood, just like we want to feel heard and understood. And the only way to do that is through communication, understanding, and mutual support. So if there's one thing you can do after today's podcast, it's to go give someone who supports you who doesn't have type 1 diabetes a hug and let them know you want to be there to support them as they support you in your life with type 1 diabetes. I think you'll be amazed at the response to this and how doing this will also help them give you the support that you need in your life with type 1 diabetes. Before we finish up today, let's do a quick recap what we talked about on today's episode. First of all, we talked about how important support is for people with type 1 diabetes and how while other people with type 1 diabetes know how to support each other, most likely the people giving you support on a daily basis don't have type 1 diabetes. So in order to best support you, they need some specific things from you to give you the support that you need. We talked about five specific things that people in your life need from you in order to best support you. Number one, they need you to make your needs known. Number two, they need you to put yourself in their shoes. Number three, they need you to manage your expectations of them. Number four, they need your thanks and appreciation. And number five, they need your support. What I know from my work is that when people support each other, then everyone feels supported. And so by giving the people in your life what they need to support you, You'll feel more supported, they will feel more supported, and hopefully everyone will feel a little less stressed and better able to navigate the emotional challenges of type 1 diabetes, both as a person with type 1 diabetes, as well as someone who supports someone with type 1 diabetes. We all need each other's support. That does it for this episode of the Diabetes Psychologist Podcast. If you enjoyed this podcast and find it helpful, I would really appreciate it if you could jump on over to Apple Podcasts and leave a five-star rating and review. That really helps me get the word out about this podcast to other people with type 1 diabetes who could really benefit from it. And I always love hearing from my listeners. So please send me an email and say hi. My email address is markatthediabetespsychologist.com or you can DM me on Instagram, at thediabetespsychologist. 
feel free to send me a note and say hi or give me feedback about the show or let me know what you'd like to hear about on future episodes. I'm all ears. And of course, please be sure to tune in next Thursday for a brand new episode of the Diabetes Psychologist podcast. Remember, type 1 diabetes is not easy, but you can have an easier time with it. I'll see you next week, same time, same place. Bye for now. Thanks so much for listening. For more resources, you can visit www.thediabetespsychologist.com and be sure to sign up for the email list for access to exclusive content. I'm Dr. Mark Heyman, and tune in next time for the latest episode of the Diabetes Psychologist podcast. Thank you.